Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of She Salt. This is Kathy. Today, I have someone that um, I've got, I've had the honor of watching grow as a yoga instructor. He came to me early on when I opened up um, the yoga studio in 2017, and I just knew there was so much potential there. So, so much. So, today, I have with me Titus. Titus, say hello. Hello. Oh, listen to that. Did you hear that? Hello. (laughs) So we met, I think we met, it was 2017, because Mm -hmm. that's when I opened the studio in the storage units. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember exactly how we first met. Do you? I do clearly. Okay, tell me. So I was looking, I had practiced on my own at home for about three or four months in YouTube videos here and there to make things work at home. And then I, I, I stumbled upon Light On Yoga. Okay. In Huntsville. So I came to the studio, took one class before I met you, and it was a good class, awesome class. The next time I came back, um, this class ended, you came in to, 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 I guess, teach another class after, after that class. And I was chatting with you. I mentioned that I um, that I had taught yoga on my own. Okay. And we taught for them, and we tied from there. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I, now I do remember. I remember coming up. I think you took Sarah's class. Yes, it was serious class. It sure was. Yeah, who is a beast, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to do an interview with her, and I'm going to give her a shout-out, Sarah Lucky. She's she's the stuff. She's amazing. Isn't she? She's strong, man. Um, But, yeah, and that's another little one that that I've got the privilege of watching see. But I remember meeting you, and you are visually a presence. You have a very beautiful presence about you. You have an aura about you, but you're also a very strong man you know so so you're hard not to notice Mm. so you were standing there and i'm like oh who's that (laughs) and um we got to talking and i think it went from there and then then we did a little um audition sort of because you were interested Mm -hmm. in teaching i wasn't interested in teaching that soon but she said i remember kathy said you know what i I see where you are i see what you want to do and i really 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 appreciate what you can offer uh-huh. And how you can show up in the space as uh-huh. a yogi teacher. And I said, okay, let me try this. Let me see. Let me okay. go. And I remember how it went, but you tell it. The audition? Yes. Um, I was, of course, nervous as hell. Just, yes. just, just, just nervous. And I remember you told me, either at the end of the beginning, just have fun. You told me to bring myself to the presence in the practice. Um, and those two things stuck with me from my first time trying to teach yoga at all. And it helped me to maintain my, or at least to remember that it's me who offers the practice, not just the practice itself. Right, right. And you are, <clears throat> you're one of those people that I can tell when you're, your yoga is your life. Mm-hmm. It's not so much your class that you teach. Mm-mm. And, and there are people who can teach a wonderful yoga class, but they don't carry their principle with them throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then, and, but I, I do believe even those people, eventually the, the practice of their physical practice bleeds into their world mm-hmm. and it starts to permeate through mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. But for you, it, it, it seemed like you were living yoga before you started the physical asana yes okay so i got that right yes okay so that's what showed through to me was like when i said i first saw you there was an aura there that i recognize as 
yoga. Mm-hmm. So that was my um, my draw to you as a yoga instructor. Like, there's there's promise here. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's something to be offered here. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you really just started working on your your teaching skills, and then you started gradually building yourself places to teach, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. How did that get going? Because what I'm telling people here is to like one of the last podcasts we did was with Tasha Edwards, who is a very strong woman, um, but she's also a, a black woman. And she talked, touched a little bit on as she was coming up into this, she had hurdles to overcome as a black woman doing yoga. Mm-hmm. And I, I 100% don't understand that from a personal perspective, but I can see what her challenges are knowing the yoga world, mm-hmm. just looking looking at it, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. this country, because mm-hmm. it's, it's a very white girl, mm-hmm. white woman world, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if that's so much by design or there, there hasn't been that much interest from other people. I don't know where that comes from, but, but I want to see more diversity in the yoga world. I want to see that because I believe that if you do yoga, you're going to be a better person. And if you're going to be a better person, it's going to be a better world and everybody should do it. And it doesn't matter what color you are or, you know, where you come from as far as your social situation and things like that. Everybody needs to bring a little yoga into their world Mm -hmm. and into their community so that we can all be community, right? Mm -hmm. So if there's a young black man out there who says, hey, I might want to try this yoga thing, but it looks like there's not a place for me there. Do you feel like you stepped into that pretty easily? Do you feel like you were accepted pretty well? Or do you feel like there's advice you could give to someone in that position? Because I I don't know how to advise that, but you might have an idea. Hmm. It's a deep question. Not just the deep question, but you offered a lot to consider too. Um, I, I I pursued yoga for myself. I didn't pursue it for a class or for a studio or for anything else. When I found yoga, um, originally I found it for the, for, the, for the physical benefits. That's usually the first thing. Which yeah. is very common for both men and women yes. normally. Um, and it was good for me seven years ago, eight, eight years ago or so now, probably more than that too. And then I, can't, I returned to it again in the past four to five years with the intention of um, finding the value of meditation, of mindfulness, and the value of breath. And when I found those three things separate from yoga, I realized, oh my gosh, this is also yoga too. Mm-hmm. Let me incorporate this into the practice. Yeah. I also realized that um, because of my background, I'm, I, I was raised Christian, Seventh-day Adventist. Um, so yoga was a very, very... Non. It's a little taboo. <laughs> it was just a little bit. So I wanted to study it more deeply to know what I was going to get into more, right. m- most fully. So I didn't really come even considering the difference that I saw. And that, I think, is your advantage to a degree. I would agree fully. Yes. I didn't consider that at all. Yeah. I, I didn't use that as a barrier or as a... Right. Because if you think, if you, if you start off with that thought process, you're creating an obstacle right off the bat. That, 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 an obstacle that is present, mm-hmm. but is not, um, it's not more powerful than you. Beautiful. 
That's a beautiful way to put it. You know, it's you're right. It's there. But if it's something you dwell on, it's going to be harder for you to overcome, mm-hmm. I think. Whereas if you're if this is something you love to do and you've integrated it into your life, let that speak for itself. Because the yoga world itself, it's yoga. The, most people in yoga are very open to love and to people, right? Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm speaking from from my heart because I, if I see yoga in you, I don't care who you are. And that's something that something that 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 word that you just said is that I see yoga in you. You you might a a part of that seeing is the physical, but you mentioned a couple words: your aura, your energy. Oh yeah, and to me, that is the yoga in you. Right. Most, uh, I won't say most, a collection of people who are in the yoga world may not have that sight. That's true. To see the non-physical elements of yoga. Yeah. Yeah, because see, like my husband really doesn't practice yoga, but Mm -hmm. in the physical sense. Mm -hmm. But I see yoga in him in in the way he cares for me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the way he cares Mm -hmm. for our home and the way he cares for our animals. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's really the, the way you view people, whether you can choose to see the yoga in them. And it's, t- and it's difficult because those people who aren't in the space regularly, they may not see that from yeah. yoga. They see physical. Yeah. They see warrior two. They see handstanding. They see things that are very physical. Right. That are oftentimes in their mind unattainable. And that becomes what yoga is, not the intangible. Yeah, and that's such a good point. God, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, there's that saying, yoga is not about touching your toes or the handstand or the tight ass. It's about mm-hmm. the practice of life. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the mm-hmm. practice of life. And there's the asana, the physical side of it, is a very tiny, tiny portion. Sliver. It's just, it's a, it's a micro dust particle, really, of what what yoga is and if you're trying to be mindful in the way you live your life you're practicing that's you're it. practicing <laughs> that's it you're practicing adding some some real breath and movement to that is is where you get into the physical mm-hmm. but the way you carry yourself throughout the day and and all of that but for somebody wanting who's there they're carrying yoga in their heart they they're they're familiar with practice and they want to go out into the world and, and teach. Um, so I, I think we've made one point is that don't get caught up in what the obstacles are. T- start walking the path toward what you want and see what doors open for you. Because it is an industry it, with all its faults, and there's lots of them. But at the basic level of it it is an industry that wants to help the world be a better place Mm -hmm. so there's going to be somewhere that a door opens for you Mm -hmm. and and the ones that don't open you're not meant to be there Mm -hmm. right or if you're there if you're somewhere for a while and it doesn't resonate with you or you're not resonating with them and that door closes another one's going to open somewhere else because it is a reciprocal world you know, as far the the yoga world, and it, yet the yoga world's different than the physical fitness world. Mm-hmm. There's those are two different mm-hmm. energies all mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to yoga, what is it? What's the element in there? And I'll answer this too. But what is the one element in yoga that 
grounds you and gives you peace? If you had to pick one thing. Something in yoga that grounds me and gives me peace. For Mm. me, when I sit down on the mat and I take that first big inhale. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm. You know, or, or it's that breath. It's that first, it's that first thoughtful integrated breath where I bring in spirit to my moment mm-hmm. because when we get into the day and we get crazy and we get busy, we, we let spirit kind of, or our soul or, or whatever you want to call it, it gets caught up in everything. But when you intentionally sit down and take that breath, you're inviting spirit in. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's that one little element that sets everything else in place. Mm-hmm. So I guess for me, it's that first mindful breath mm-hmm. is my first little ingredient mm-hmm. that I have to have for yoga. And it'll be my last. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be aware when I take my last mm-hmm. breath. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to, mm. I want to know it, mm-hmm. you know, because to me it's and let it go and let it go and travel on. Mm-hmm. So I would say the breath is the, the ingredient that grounds me, mm. you know, for some people they need the, the physical practice, mm-hmm. you know, they need to have the movement. They've got to work all that out so that they can find stillness and then appreciate the mm-hmm. breath. Right. Mm-hmm. But for me, I've noticed that when I sit down on the map, and it's like I call it to me. Mm. I'm like, and then it, then the changes happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's yoga, Kathy. Although I have mm-hmm. ca- the yoga, Kathy, throughout the day. We 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 lose touch with that sometimes mm-hmm. in our craziness of life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So for me, that's my thing. So now that I've mm. answered that, mm. I have two answers. Yes. Um, one comes from the mat, one does not. Okay. <clears throat> the one that does not come from the mat, um, like like we've already said, and I'm sure your audience has an awareness of yoga, expands beyond the mat. Big time. It exists in in the, in life in the real world, and it's interesting because as the podcast began, I was I was oddly nervous and excited, and um, as we continued to talk, I realized, okay, Titus, step back, breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Settle in. You're here. You're good. Just be. Yeah. Notice. Um, trust. Um, be present. And I think that ability to just breathe yeah. in every circumstance mm-hmm. is how yoga grounds me in life. Yes. And it was uh, to, to, to come back to my origin, my, my origin of yoga, like I said before, anxiety had, has riddled me. Um, and breath has been able to ground me. Um, so with breath as one of the most important tenets of yoga, um, in life, I use that on the mat. Um, I remember probably within the first four to five months of not just practicing, but studying yoga more in depth, I realized that the mat itself was a safe place. Um, it asked nothing of me, mm. but required everything of me. Yeah. 
Um, and when you approach the mat and just at the very least stepped to the mat, onto the mat, that alone was practice. Mm-hmm. You're there. Yeah. yeah, you're there. You're there. And, 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 I, and, and yes, I'm going to acknowledge the inspiration breath of you as well. But sometimes just stepping on the mat by itself and looking down and saying, I'm here. It's ceremonial. It's ceremonial. Yeah. It's, it, be, it becomes sacred if you, if you allow it to become sacred. Yeah. So being on the mat. I have pictures from Instagram page from probably three years ago of my feet on the mat. I know. I think it's fascinating. But I'm going to say something. Sure. That you, but don't, and, and I said this in class the other day, and it came to me intuitively because I acknowledge my feet. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't. You do. I acknowledge. I do now too sometimes in class because of you. Really? (laughs) Because of you. Because (laughs) there there is this, there, it's no coincidence that the bottoms of our feet are called souls Mm -hmm. because they walk across this earth. Mm -hmm. They carry you, they connect you to mother earth. Mm -hmm. So I I think I've always found it strangely coincidental Mm -hmm. that the bottoms of our feet are called our souls. Mm And when I step on that map, my souls are connected to mm-hmm. the earth. Mm-hmm. And I look down at my feet mm-hmm. and I'm like, acknowledge mm-hmm. the ground you stand on. Mm-hmm. So the feet are, yes, that, I mean, to me, like we, we don't, we don't give enough reverence to our, that part of our body and, mm-hmm. and how they carry us through the world mm-hmm. and how they absorb energy from the earth and mm-hmm. it comes upward mm-hmm. and all the good things. Mm-hmm. But creating ceremony, whether it's on your mat or it's sitting down for a meal, you know, those sorts of things, that's yoga speaking through you. And a lot of people who've never stepped on a yoga mat, I'm telling you, there's probably things you are doing in your life that you're you're practicing yoga. If you sit down with your meal and you you're thankful for the meal in front of you and you bless it somehow in your own way, whatever that is, that's a reverence. That's a practice. That's that's taking a moment to be thankful, you know, to be present with what you're eating rather than just shoving it in your mouth and not even tasting it. There's so many ways to go but you're right stepping on that mat that's a thing yeah and 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 i think to 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 your last point of 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 how how yoga is practiced to those who may not know they're practicing it at all uh the piece that stood out to me stands out to me is how yoga offers us a chance to see life as sacred and to see the sacredness in life in everything yeah um you know of course the word prana prana exists in all things yes the life force it exists in this, in the in the wood frame of, of the wings. It exists in that in the in, in the blue and red and white um, uh, uh, container. It exists in your right. hair and my body. It exists everywhere. And if we choose to acknowledge that it exists in everything, then that's yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I just you know, there's got to be. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you have an interest. Yeah, right? you're here for a reason. <laughs> you're here for a reason. So just start to explore that path. So here you are, you've you've started your journey, you're starting to pick up a few classes, and now we're about four years from the time we met. Oh, me, okay, five, yes, gotcha. Or five years, four, five? Uh, five, five, six, years. almost six now. God, Six in December, crazy. or, or, or okay. this fall. So wow. in that amount of time... How many classes a week are you teaching now? <laughs> Too many, maybe? <laughs> so it's funny, I'll be cutting down one class starting next week. Okay. Um, I teach at least two or three classes on Sunday. 
Um, one class on Monday, one class on Tuesday, one class on Wednesday, two on Thursday, one on Friday, and sometimes Saturdays. Okay. I said at least between seven, eight, and nine classes a week. Oh, also sometimes Monday and Monday afternoon and Wednesday after, and Wednesday as well. Okay. How are you feeling about that? I feel ready to become quiet. And you will. And I will. And you will go through your seasons. Yes. Um, you know, I'm picking up steam again. I have mm-hmm. two years off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've ran myself ragged and everybody's tired of hearing it. Um, but right now, I, I'm at 12. Mm-hmm. But the way I'm teaching has changed. Mm-hmm. And it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. And I'm hungry for it right mm-hmm. now. So it's, it's very good for me right mm-hmm. now. But what I have learned is to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that too. Listen, oh <laughs> because oh my. if you don't, it will it will stop you in your tracks. Yeah, and you will start to not love the thing that you love so much. Yeah, and and what you're giving out will be diluted mm-hmm. because you're you're not a hundred percent there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to be everywhere that I am. I'm showing up in places that are different, that are differently diverse, that are um, more than make sense to me and what I want to teach and how I want to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, like you're saying, I'm listening to myself a little more right now in the season that I'm in um, to honor what most brings me joy from yoga and to create what brings me joy to offer in my classes as well. Well, that's where you're going to find not only your joy, but you're going to find your people that need your joy. And that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you we bre- you just briefly touched on the word diversity. So we're in the South. And I want to know what, if in your opinion, we can do in our community to create more diversity in the yoga world. Do you Have you thought about that? Have you... I mean, you may not have thought about that. I don't know, but I'm curious and people are listening. So this is how change comes. It's a really big question. It is, but it's a a worthy question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, One, one, one thing and one way that I have chosen to, 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 to do, to pursue that personally is to show up, um, for myself, because I am a man of color, because I am black, African-American, just me being in the space itself. Um, one of the things that a lot of people like me who are black or are different and are not often in these spaces, is that when we see someone like us in a space that lets down our guards and allows us to be and show up more fully in those spaces. Um, so more people like myself, who know it, do it, love it, being in it, um, will help. Something else that I come to mind is both the word diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Um, diversity is a fairly, can be a fairly static word. Okay. A stationary word and a passive word. Um, to want diversity is to want something, mm-hmm. to desire a reality. Um, diversity itself is an entity, mm-hmm. but inclusion is an action. Inviting in. It's an, it's an invitation. Yeah. Um, I can be open and have an interest in something, but until 
I pursue until I see the difference and then go after the difference and say, hey, this is a different, you're different, and I like the difference, I acknowledge your difference, and I want your difference here. Mm-hmm. That's where the diversity then becomes reality. Because then they feel welcome. People feel welcome. They're made to feel welcome, just not, yeah. they're just not told to feel welcome. Uh, I can tell you, I can tell you yeah. you're, you're, you're welcome to be here. Yeah. Okay, so why am I welcome to be here? Yeah. There's a reason why. There's a reason why, and I, I think I think another really, really uh, unfortunate but reality is that th- there's a common phrase of "I don't see color," um, and that's been told to me many times, and of course to many people of color as well have, have heard the statement and phrase. But for you to not see color means you don't see me and it's my who difference. You are it's a, right. <laughs> this yeah. is, I am colorful. But so yeah, I get that now. Now that you tell me that, like, and I, th- I think that's why these conversations are so great, because it when you tell me that now, I'm like, I get that, I get that, because you want to be seen as who you are, just as different as I am, just as different as you are, because that makes you who you are, right? So mm-hmm. I get that. Now I will never use that phrase again. Imagine <laughs> one of my good one of. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever used it, but if I in the future, it, I never to, would, right? Let it go. Yeah. A friend of mine and I talk really often, and she 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 reminded me of my own um, relation to this topic. And I, I said to her, or she 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 she, she told me, if you if, imagine if you were to go to a botanical gardens or or garden somewhere, and you saw tulips and roses and begonias and all different kind of flowers, you wouldn't say I don't see color, right? You'd say I see your tulip. I see you're different. I yeah. celebrate your difference. Yeah. You wouldn't ask the tulip to be not colorful. Right. You would say, hey, you're a tulip. Amazing. Be a tulip. I love it. Be a rose. Be be what you are. I love and it. And I see what you are. Yeah. And you're different and amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, I truly, I am someone who I am amazed by different cultures and I want to know about them, you know, and because I, I, th- I find as humans, with all of our differences, there's something we can all learn from each other, right? So I've, I, 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 love, I love people. I just love humans in particular. I mean, I'm like, and I want to, I'll never be able to experience what it's like to be you, but there's a lot I could learn from you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I can learn from your culture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I can learn from putting myself in your environment as well as you putting yourself in my environment. Mm -hmm. This doesn't have to go one way Mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's plenty of, you know, instructors in yoga that could go into a community. It's not that they're not familiar with Mm -hmm. and introduce themselves Mm -hmm. into that community Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. We don't see a lot of that happening, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, so, and I think I think one, one, one more thing that comes to my mind to, to, to answer that question a little, a little differently and deeper is the reason why diversity is needed at all should be considered. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the change has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it really does. I mean, yoga is about finding it's about yoking everything together mm-hmm. but for me there and the the in that yoking is is the human race let's let's yoke our our knowledge mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. to actually just be humans to be united <laughs> yeah to, to be, be united to be humans and and breathe together and exist together mm-hmm. and appreciate the differences mm-hmm. and learn 
mm-hmm. to, 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 to then in some sort of way that's practical, but not practical too. But I think it is to then dissolve the difference. Yeah. To be different, to truly be different because that makes us who we are, but also at the same time, dissolve enough to right. dwell in one place together on purpose. Well, we're all individuals mm-hmm. and we have to embrace our own thing and our own talents. And, and that's what you have to give to the world. That's mm-hmm. your gift to give out is it your is. individuality, is. right? Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. what makes us all a different flavor. You know, mm-hmm. we all have a different flavor. Mm-hmm. We all have something different to offer, mm-hmm. which, which is beautiful, but hang on to the individuality of who you are, mm-hmm. but let's unite. And let's unite. Let's unite. Yeah. I think we're pretty smart. I think so. I think we so. Yeah. Access to a lot of knowledge that we've been able to acquire and gather into ourselves. Yeah. Well, I want everybody to know, well, first of all, let me just say that this is a, a, a lovely soul, that you're a beautiful soul. You're, you're, you're a good young man. And, and, and I say young man because <laughs> you're what? In your 30s. 34. 34. Um, you still, and, and you've got, I'll give you a little advice before we, you know, end up closing things out here is keep care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to take care of yourself and keep your own cup full before you can give to others. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of that. I've mm-hmm. made that mistake. Um, keep the love of what you're doing alive, even if you have to step away from it sometimes, even if it's just, you know, like if you're going about your day and you got another class and you're just done, you're just like, I just, then walk in that class and do just a breathing class. Mm. Like find a way or, you know, it, and the next day, if you need a break, find a sub, mm-hmm. you know, find a way to mm-hmm. keep your love for what you're doing alive mm-hmm. and keep the connection of what you're doing in spirit true. Mm. You're doing yoga because you love it and you really want to help other people understand and feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. And if you're stepping into a room and you're not connected to that, then you're not doing yourself that service. In the very past two weeks, I've felt that more. So thank you for affirming that in words to me. Yeah, you got to kind of keep the spirit of what you're doing true. Um, And and I think that's the best advice I can give to any yogi out there. Um, But you you are beautiful. You're a beautiful soul. You're a beautiful person. You're a great instructor. You're needed in this community. You're needed in any community you step your foot into. So keep that... um, if, the, if there's ever any doubt, don't have it. <laughs> Just let that, let that, let that go for the moment. Sit mm-hmm. with what you always sit with what you're feeling and let it go yeah. and come back yeah. to what's true to you. I want everybody to know where to find you. Okay. So tell us where to find you. Okay. Um, so you can find me in two different realms of life. One realm on social media. Okay. Um, Instagram. My Instagram page is the fourth T H A F O U R T H. Um, I'm I'm pretty active there. Um, stories, inspirational postings, content, that kind of thing. Um, you can find my schedule. Okay. On saying. there as well. Okay. Cool. Um, it's just for the week from Monday to Friday. Um, everything is there from Phase Three to Bar Three to High Point Funsville, Madison to High Point as well in, in the city of Funsville. Um, and that's the way you can find me in the, in the physical realm okay. all around the city. Um, I do have a Sunday class as well on Governor's Drive. That's every Sunday at 9 a.m. It's a really, really cool yoga connect experience, conversation and community and yoga too. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, to really get to me, Instagram, um, that page, and then that first post on my page, you'll see my schedule. I'm also on Twitter. I'm active on Twitter too. Okay. Um, my full name, I don't think you either remember or know this. Um, you know, you know, you, you do know, you don't, you do know my first and middle name, full name, Edward Titus Goodman, the fourth. Okay. All right. So I did know that, but I, I, I thought we were like Madonna's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just the one word name. But, but right? I say it because my, my, my Twitter handle is Edward Titus IV. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. So okay. Because I think when I first met you, you were it was just Ivy. It was right? Ivy. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And and then Edward came in somewhere. Somewhere. Gotcha. And then now Titus. Okay. Which is my most comfortable, confident um, expression of me. I like it. I like it. It's strong. It's, mm-hmm. a good, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a funny yoga story before we leave out? Uh It's okay if you don't. Not right off. Oh my gosh. I just thought you might have a funny yoga story. <laughs> no. Or have you ever got on your mat and forgot what you were going to teach? Oh, just yesterday. I'm like, just it, like yesterday. it's like it leaves you. You have this whole thing planned out, yeah. and then you and you're like have amnesia. I remember, I remember, and it's funny. I, I told the students in class, I, I had them get two blocks, and it was something really small. I had them get two blocks, and I put had them put the blocks in the back half of the mat. I told them that could be wrong. So just, 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 just go with me. Just roll with and, me. And then, and then we move forward. I said, you know what? I was wrong. Bring me to the front. Yeah. And they laughed and we move forward. Yeah, it's fine. But there's also been times like I've been in the middle of a flow. Yeah. And been like, what did I do yeah, on, on the, the other right side? side? Yep. Yeah. And yep. it's, you're like, what is wrong with me? You know, mm-hmm. like what's going on? And yeah, so those things so happen. So do you, do you also then... I'm sure you have at some point. Do you have a, a student who, who 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 who's in tune and can? Well, look generally, to? there will be somebody in the There's room somebody. that can correct you mm-hmm. or tell you where mm-hmm. you were. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I love having those people around. And sometimes, like if you just accidentally miss a move and then they correct you, I'm yeah. like, you just be quiet over there. <laughs> like it's fine, you know. But yeah, when I've completely forgot, that's yeah. when I'm grateful that person's yeah. in the room because you know if it's Sally, I can go, hey Sally. <laughs> what did I do on the right side? It happens. It happens to the best of us. But yeah, I think as I get older, it might be happening more (laughs) often. I don't know. Well, you know, I'm a fan of yours and I'm always here for support and advice if you need it. And um, Huntsville's growing. I'm so happy to see that there's a lot of things popping up Mm -hmm. all around. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to build a pretty good Yoga community we around here. Oh, and I don't know how I forgot this. You can also find me at um, the Lululemon store. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so this is another thing. So I was a Lululemon ambassador a few years back, and now you are. Mm-hmm. And also Tasha, that was on before, she's a Lululemon ambassador mm-hmm. as well. Um, so we want to give a shout out to Lululemon. And if you want to see what my guest here looks like, go into <laughs> Lululemon. <laughs> And he's on the wall right there. there you go. And um, so so that'll give you a face to go with this voice. And so. look forward to at least one or two events coming up this year um, that I'll be hosting with Lululemon as well in the city, too. OK, that's cool. And um, I will share that when you get that ready. I'll mm-hmm. share that through my Instagram and stuff like that, too. There you go. All right, everybody, this um, this one's been fun for me. I'm really glad to be back here and connecting with my folks and my people and reconnecting and rebuilding and it's all good it's all good you got anything you want to throw in there before we sign off 
No, um, I will say this. I will say this. One of the things that came that that has that, that has birthed from my path into 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 enlightenment and awareness is my business, my brand name. Mm-hmm. Um, the brand name it says Simi I A S I M I A Y E. Okay, and it means breathe life. That's beautiful. Um, and I chose that to be a reminder to myself to breathe life when I get anxious. And to my customers and clients and, and community, whenever I say it, it's an affirmation to them as well. I'll leave with I'll leave that with you. Okay. Breathe life. Breathe life. I love it. I love it. Well, it's always an honor to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being with me today. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I hope this you picked up something from this that you can take with you as well. All right, that is all we have for today. Until next time, thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste.